Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of a regular show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Jason. And I'm your other co-host, Josh. And today is a very special episode on the Excellent Podcast. Why is that, Josh? We're watching Season 3, Episode 17, Excellent, which is also coincidentally the title of our podcast oh my gosh i didn't know how yes. to, i didn't know how to word that so as you know we um our logo is of the excellent hatter it's like a little variation of it and our entire show the excellent podcast was named after this episode right here uh do you remember um like when we were had this idea for a podcast when we were trying to figure out a name for it no this was two years ago yeah just like two years yeah, ago like, uh, yeah over two years ago so we knew that uh there was not a lot of regular show podcasts that exists i know that there is like uh this like very small one where they kind of do like episode commentary but it's it was like sprawled out very weird like they didn't go like chronological like we did they, they just picked out like random ass episodes from like each season um i've listened to like like one or two episodes but uh, I'm not sure, but they didn't really have like a like a format or whatever. And I, I think it, it was actually hosted by some of the showrunners. What? Oh, okay. So they probably picked out their favorite episodes. That's probably what they did. Oh. And I know in some regular show like DVDs, they have like this special feature thing where they do like different commentaries like over the episodes. Yeah. Uh, kind of similar to what we did, so I actually haven't had a chance to like look that over because I would imagine it's similar to like what we do on this show, except it's coming from the actual showrunners, which is really cool. I'll be honest with you, I thought we were the only ones, like you, like this was the only one out there because not a lot of uh, not a lot of people would do a podcast about regular show, and said so they would well, probably do it with Adventure Time. Sorry. We basically, and Adventure Time 1 exists, I know that. That one I know um, too. But we we basically are the only regular show podcast that exists out there because um, the one that I was talking about, you know, they're they're done by the showrunners. It, it's been like years since they've act, like, actually done anything and it was only like on SoundCloud or something from what I remember. Oh, but wow. as for like a like an up and running regular show podcast that is like established and is like out there, um... That's us right here, and I, f- I feel like um, I want like more regular show fans to be like aware of like who we are because uh, I- I've been able to like kind of plug us on the r slash regular show subreddit. Like we, they've actually linked our show onto the official sidebar there. Damn right they should. Mm-hmm. Well, they they do they do yeah. have us there. Damn damn right they do. <laughs> yeah, um, but. When we were thinking of names for the show, I remember we were like, okay, yeah, this has to be good. So I had, I remember I sent you like some ideas on like what exactly we could call it. We thought of um, the regular podcast. Obviously, that was like one of the first ones. Uh, yeah, honestly, it was a good start. It was a good start to a yeah. name format. Because like regular show, regular, regular podcast, podcast, like. Yeah. But I feel like the podcast world is like so open 
It's fucking huge. Where if someone were to hear a regular podcast, they wouldn't like exactly like know what it is uh-huh. until they actually like clicked on and knew yeah. and like saw what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I wonder if I still have the notes or something. Hold on, I'm on the search for it because that was such a long time ago. It probably took us a little bit to actually come up with the name. Uh-huh. And uh, like something that sounded like it clicked, you know? Yeah, something that like rolls off the tongue and when you hear it, it like, I don't know, like it has like a cool sound to it. Mm-hmm. So I I started to think to myself, what are some of like the uh the like best episodes in regular show, not only to the fans, but like an episode that even the show creators love. And I remember that this episode that we're watching, Excellent, has been credited by many of the producers to be their favorite episode. Oh wait, no, no, wait. Now I remember. Do you are you wearing the hat? Um, I'm not wearing the hat, but it's it's not sitting on my shelf nice. right there. Nice, nice. But yes, I do have the excellent hat, the I'm excellent one. And as you know, it came from this episode and it is, like I said, the logo of our show. But so yeah, I, I was like, okay, excellent. That is a pretty like well-known episode. It's really famous. The, the hat is like a universal symbol for a regular show. How about we do, we name our show like some like wordplay on the word excellent. And so I thought, what about the excellent podcast? I th- and I think I said like it was re- it was a really clever play on words of uh, excellent. And I remember that was like sitting in my notes app, and it was also sitting between us. Like we like kind of had that like up in the air, and we were brainstorming other ideas. Mm-hmm. Then I think I was I texted you one day randomly, being like, "Hey, I think we should go with the excellent podcast." And I remember just saying, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that is kind of like a little origin on how our name came to be. But today, we thought that we would do something special for you guys, uh, because in the full era of our show and in its existence, that's what I'm trying to say, for the entire time our show has been a thing, we have accumulated uh, 211 followers on our Twitter and I'm pulling up our Spotify for podcasters now to see our mm. other analytics. We have a total of 11,000 plays. Jesus. And a total of 514 Spotify followers. And our most popular episode is The Power, naturally. Mm-hmm. And it has 1,248 listens, which is pretty cool. See, I, I, so. Hearing those numbers, it still doesn't really hit me that uh, people know of this show. To me, it's just you and me talking and putting stuff out there for someone to listen to. But And I kind of like that that's how the show is, uh-huh. where, as you listeners know, we review the episodes of regular show, but we also just talk about random stuff. Yeah. Um, and that kind of relates into a question that we got from... Um, one of our, uh, I'm not sure if he listened to, but we got a comment on the Reddit. Someone said, how the fuck do you talk about an 11 minute episode for an hour minimum <laughs> at times an hour and a half? Do you have an editor? Yeah, Jason. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, I replied saying like, so aside from the actual episode, we also ramble on about random stuff, specifically stories from our childhood that can relate to the episode. Like... For example, if Mordecai's on a date with CJ, 
and we were explaining it, we would say something like, oh, hey, remember that time when you went on that weird date in eighth grade? And we also attempt to make it funny and comedic at the same time because we crack ourselves up so much, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that that post was a part of a Q&A that I had posted on various social media platforms. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. We are going to be doing a Q&A special for you guys in celebration of one of the best episodes of regular show. Honestly, I love doing Q&As because people ask like that question. People ask the most funniest or uh, say the (laughs) most funniest questions. And I enjoy those a lot. What is the first question and who was it sent in by? Oh, so this this came from our Twitter by Ty, our Lil Ty, who I think, if I'm not mistaken, has been listening to us probably since the very beginning. I I don't know. I don't know how long each person has been like listening hey, to man. the show, but um, I feel like he's been he's been keeping keeping up with us for a while. He's definitely the most active on the the Twitter. Oh, damn, so what, what was what what did Tyler ask today? First first thing he asked, and I'm pretty sure. It's most. It's the most common question to be asked. How did you two first meet each other? And uh, so, how long have I known you? you? Remember? Um. Well, we met in second grade, and just for context, we are twenty-two years old now. Twenty-two, twenty-three. We met. Uh, yeah, twenty. And we met when we were seven. Seven. Oh and eight, my probably. god. That's crazy. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm I'm trying to do math here. Can't think. That, that's more than half our lives. No, no, no. Probably. I'm trying to do math. I'm saying like I can't really. That, no, yeah, you're right. It is more than half of our. Oh shoot. Wait, what? What is twenty two minus seven? Uh, twenty two minus seven. So like we've known each fi- other. Fifteen. Damn. Yeah, we've known each other for fifteen years. That's crazy. Oh yeah, we gotta do something special. So I don't know like exactly when our first time like interacting was, but mm-hmm. one one thing in particular. Do you remember in second grade where? our music teacher put on that li- little like elementary school musical. I think so. And do you remember what role we played? Not really. Pretty sure it's like buried <laughs> in my memory somewhere. You have yeah, a, remember. you have the stronger memory out of the two of us. I have the most random memory ever. Yeah, you like, do. There there are times where uh, me and my friends are just hanging out and then I start laughing to myself for no reason. And then my friends are like, "What are you laughing at?" and I'm like, Oh, this one time in kindergarten, and they're like, "What? How? How did you think of that?" But yes, there was a musical that our uh, our school put on. It was one of those like, looking back at it, are the little like cringy like elementary school musicals that you know the parents all go and they be like supportive and they got their little like camcorders recording their kids and stuff. It was one of those things. Yeah. Um. It was called I don't I don't know what the name was, but. There was this one song, like, Commotion in the Ocean. It was ocean-themed. Oh, oh my god, I think I remember now. Yeah, there was a song about, like, uh, the ocean. There was a song about sharks leaving their marks. Oh my goodness, (laughs) I actually... No, now I kind of remember. I was thinking about that um, when I was looking over these questions, and I actually looked up that musical, and I found the the soundtrack on YouTube, and I'm like, holy (laughs) shit, this is the musical we did. Did we play sharks? No. No, so you don't remember the role that we played. No, I don't. So you and I played the big electric eel in the musical. Yes, okay, now I remember. Okay. 
So there was a scene in the musical where like this, I guess this giant electric eel comes through and then everyone's all scared of it and stuff. So to make the electric eel like be on stage, what the music teacher did is she had like a bunch of like, like 10 kids or something like link up, like stand in a line. And then we all like put our hands on the person's shoulders in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and that. that and all those kids lined up is what made the eel. You and I were the last two eels at the very end. Yeah, no, I do remember that. I don't know and why. I remember we we had to dress in all black yep. to kind of make it. And then I was the I was the last eel that was standing at the end. And then I uh, I remember when we were on stage, I was like, "Ooh, I'm the last eel, right?" So I shook my butt. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, why didn't why didn't we have like a little prop for? For you to have a tail instead of just you shaking your butt i i don't know i don't know oh well but yeah look it again it was probably one of those like low budget weird elementary school i remember shows. doing having just like a musical just to show uh parents that the class could name all 50 states in alphabetical order huh do you remember how to do that still no me neither i mean i think the first like 10 maybe but then I think that's it. I also remember us playing on the playground together during recess. Yeah. Uh, we probably realized, oh, hey, we look alike. Well, which, by the way, we don't like look alike alike, but we have the same Filipino features. No, but even today, it was pe- enough. Yeah, even today, people are so confused. Me and Jason, I'm like, okay, first off, he's darker than me. Because <laughs> I remember. Every single time, like, we, uh, we, like, said bye to each other at recess, and then we went off at our separate classrooms, mm-hmm. everyone would ask me, be like, is that your brother? And I was like, oh, yeah, because I, I don't know why, but I, I felt that it was, like, cool to have your brother in, like, the same grade as you. Yeah, I felt that, too. Even, I mean, just in the same school, like, when me and my brother went to the same school, I used to always wanted to try to find him and, you know, hang around him, but he didn't want me. It's fine. Hmm. All right. So, what is the next question? Uh, what is your favorite episode you've recorded? Which also from Lil Ty. So, I gotta look through our Spotify. Unicorns have gotta go. <laughs> oh yeah, that episode absolutely like spoke to the heart. It was just like so insightful. Okay, this may sound real. Eh, I wouldn't say it's, it sounds bad, but I think one of my favorite ones is. Whenever we get absolutely shit faced or drunk, I was gonna say that um I really like dizzy. That was a fun yeah episode that one. Because <laughs> well, that was actually the first um in person recording that we was did it? together. Was it? Yeah, it was because that was the first time like you visited me out in the city. That is true. I could have sworn there was a there was one before that though. Um, I don't think so. No, you might be right. Yeah. So I really like. I have like a list of, or not a list, but I'm looking through, and there's like multiple episodes I really like. Mm. So in no particular order, I really like Dizzy. I also, um, I'm I'm scrolling through the England era when I was away. I think my favorite episode that I recorded when uh, I was out there was Jinx. I remember when we recorded, like, that was the time where I was getting, like, super freaking homesick. Oh, uh, yeah. If you want to get deep, all right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm sitting up. Hold my beer. So. Okay, what? <laughs> you got a story? No, well, it's a short story. So. Okay. Oh, fuck. 
was this before when did we start this january of 2021 yeah we started uh february february okay so a month after we started i had this is getting (laughs) real personal after i know this one yeah after a month i i how do i say this you you were in Dumptown, USA. Yes, I was th- I was there, and then, uh, it it got to the point where, uh, I didn't want to do the show because I'm like so emotionally broken, but because Jason was like, okay, we got to do this, it helped me focus on something else rather than that. So in a way, the show helped me, um, forget about it. I mean, move on from it, and then now. Now I'm just like, okay, I need notes for this show. Like, I'm focused on this show. Uh, like, almost completely on the days that we're doing this. Because I don't want to I don't want to let you guys down, and I don't want to let Jason down. So, it's all because <laughs> he got me to, like, hey, don't be such a little bitch. You gotta, we gotta, we gotta make this thing happen, all right? And I'm like, okay. See, I was fair. just aiming I was just aiming for consistency on the show so we could have like a good upload schedule. Oh no, yeah, I, and you're I, right. I actually, I actually did not know that. You didn't you didn't tell me that until now. Nah, of course not, man. Of course why would I uh, reveal something so deep and personal about myself to you? <laughs> Ooh, Mitch, you never talk about your feelings. Okay, don't say it like that. It's it, that's like the equivalent of saying daddy to you. Oh wow. Yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, another episode or like a collection of episodes pretty much any single any time we have uh the schwam members on like the episodes with jake are really good that was good oh actually uh that got me thinking um in july uh we might have four of us because it'll be you me jake and hopefully ethan uh yeah yeah so we could like work something out mm-hmm. um i'm not ethan is actually gonna be moving to the city is he? um yeah so in case well since i have a, a roommate i live with my sister we uh mm-hmm. in case if this place gets too crowded we could always record at ethan's place where uh, when if he's moved in by then okay yeah okay and we could make it into like a whole day thing but oh, yeah. if i had to choose an episode with jake that i really liked i loved um the night owl because that's the <laughs> same episode that we uh ranked all like the marvel movies we did oh and i forgot and I it eternals fucking eternals yeah and then uh i also really like karaoke video too i did too. you know what i for me one of the most memorable ones was do me a solid and that's because okay. i didn't take a single note on it and i forgot to so the only thing <laughs> i wrote under that section was winging it <laughs> nice so that that's pretty that was one of them uh i think i liked i think i like first day i'm looking through my notes right first now first day okay then skunked was also pretty Skunk, pretty good skunked was pretty good that was the... you know i realized hmm. what's up no 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 go ahead I, I was gonna say i realized a lot of these like the reason we're picking these episodes is not exactly because of uh the episode itself or, or maybe it is but I realize that I'm picking all of the episodes that like where we told like the most like funny and entertaining stories from like our personal lives, you know? Yeah. I, and I think it's because we were together. Yeah. Uh, gener- uh, you'll notice that every single episode that we're saying or al- almost all of them are were in person. Mm-hmm. 
and, and I think you're right. Like the dynamic is very different compared to what we're doing now. Oh shit! My computer just fell asleep for a second. No. But yeah, no, it's it's different compared to how we do things normally. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stories that we've told on the show, that is Tyler's next question. What is your favorite story you've told on the show? Racist Ben. <laughs> Not really. No, 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 no. He, it's well, never. A we good hate one. the guy. Yeah, we hate the guy. But the stories we tell. Well, first of all, the stories are funny. Is because he kind of screwed himself over in all of them. It's his fault. We wouldn't be talking about yeah. it if he didn't do those things. I I like uh, that story. Um, I also like. Um, hmm, I don't know. Uh, well, uh, he Tyler did make a, a little ranking on like the best stories that we've told. He has, and um, I know. So I also know that we talked about. Um, well, there was the Maddie saga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. And then what else? Um, what did we talk? There's, we talk about hmm. so many things, and we're three they, they, seasons. We talk in. about so much stuff. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Af- I was thinking to myself, I'm afraid that like, what if we end up running out of stories and stuff? No, I mean, I think at, since we're so young, we're so young, we still have a lot more stories to get through, especially from our past. Like even, dude, even today, I found out some shit's been happening in the city. Oh, what with the the looting? Yeah, that. Oh, uh, yeah. Found that so, out today. Um, yeah, so uh, there was a huge looting where like like dozens of teenagers were. I think they looted like the Walmart or something. They're, hey, man, kids these days. I. Uh, yeah. Weird. Well, I don't live near any Walmart, so that didn't happen in my neighborhood, but the mayor in response to that he's gonna uh shut down some of the walmarts i mean they already so. got one down they already shut one down here so mm-hmm. um so yeah there's just a, a bunch of like random ass stories that we always oh i did like in um what was it unicorns got to go where i told that story of when you asked that girl to homecoming or oh yes and you had a you had a picture of yourself on your on your sign okay because it was meant to be like would you like would you go to homecoming with this guy and it's a pic it's an old picture of me it's not to be like anything egotistical or anything it's just i i know that but but what my eyes immediately go to is when i see the sign is that that is true it's a picture of yourself that is true well that's the first thing and the second thing is that it was your school picture i don't take many pictures <laughs> it's funny Dude, t- but t- tyler's got some really good questions like i was reading yeah, through so, them earlier it's so good what's the what's the next one uh tyler at or asked what is the best life lesson that regular show has taught you don't give up on your best friend Hmm. Don't give up on your best friend. Um, I what? Hmm. One of the best things that regular show has taught me is actually a quote from Rigby. It was said in Rigby's graduation day Aww. special. Once you do the hard things, it becomes not that hard. You should get that tattooed on your other shoulder. On my other shoulder. I don't have any tattoos on my shoulder. Or on your um. Where is it? The the where's the eighteen at? 
Oh, my, my collarbone? Ugh, yeah, no, hell no. <laughs> I don't know why you did that. What do you mean? That, that's one of the most common places to put to put a tattoo for me i hate the collarbone or anything like around there because i'm so because i'm skinny right so i'm just like so how do you think it felt like it felt like when i was getting it or i I don't know it probably wasn't that bad i can always look back at the video you posted i mean it's probably different but still um but i also really liked um sort of the the humor that regular show gave me that is true because when when we saw regular show when we were kids, we were like kind of start to talk like Mordecai and Rigby. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say that we were at the lunch table, we'd be like, "Dude, they're totally serving pepperoni pizza today," and, and we would say, "What?" Well, being like, "Yo, dude, check it. Look at this meme on my phone." And I don't know why Mordecai and Rigby talk like that, but they sound like scary really dudes. Funny. But it it stuck with us. Yeah, and like just the kind of humor and uh the memories that I got from the show. So not only did things did the things that regular show taught me, but the memories I have with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you have two regular show tattoos. Yes, yes I do. Right, why don't you get like all the park members? Uh, well, because I I I mean, I could, but I don't have a lot of skin to work with that's and I also have other non-regular show tattoos that's that true. I've uh in mind. That's yeah, but me too. Tyler Tyler's next question is how did Schwam start? He's talking about the Schwam squad. How did it start? So everything honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, almost everything that we do now has is because of the pandemic. Yeah, because we we started did we start Schwam like like uploading to youtube during the pandemic because the name schwam existed before covid but it was only when we started uploading was that 2020 i think that was 2020 well actually no 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 no. was i think that was before uh covid actually was a thing and we did one video an introduction video and then yes a month or two or a month or two later covid happened so then we just started i mean the channel was created but uh, we didn't do any videos for like another year. Yeah, because well, you'll notice that our early videos, like uh, the McDonald's mukbang, mm-hmm. we were wearing masks for a part of the video. I, and I've also remember we were so hesitant about like meeting up with each other because it was at that point where everyone was so paranoid and shit. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, and I got inspiration for the excellent podcast because of covid because um covid was also the time where i was like working a lot Mm -hmm. mainly because i was like just bored out of my mind and i was already losing a lot of money by not working so um that was back when i was at the cupcake shop and when i was back just washing dishes i i was allowed to keep my headphones in and so that is what introduced me to the world of podcasts, because I would say podcasts literally got me through my freaking summer job. Like, without podcasts, I would have been just like so bored back there, but they really pass the time so well. They do. And uh, one of the podcasts uh, gave me inspiration for this show. We've said it before. It was Turtle Power Pod. Yeah. And so, yeah, I found that show during COVID. So you're right. Every, pretty much uh, everything that 
we do stemmed a lot from COVID. I feel like we answered the question, but not really answered the question. So I'm going to start again. How did Schwam start? Uh, we all made a, or there was a group chat. Should I, should I say the group chat name? It, yeah, it's fine, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we all were all playing Fortnite at the time. It was like, what, 2017, 2018? That time, mm-hmm. we made a group chat called the Fortnite group chat. And that's where everyone who played, there was like, what, six of us, six, seven of us that played? Um. Yeah, but then over time, that group chat grew, that grope, that, whoa. Oh, that whoa. Grow, <laughs> that group chat, it grew into like eight to t- ten people or something like that. It did. Yeah. So we had a pretty big chat going mm-hmm. and then and then like we spent maybe like a year or two just like sending memes to each other. And this was also around the time where Fortnite kind of started to die out. Yeah. Um, and then what did we realize about this chat? Dude, there's like, OK, only the six of us were really active on it. So we kind of I wouldn't say ditch the others because the others weren't really around anyway. So we just. Because, yeah, those guys, you know, we would send memes to the chat, but then everyone else, um, like the six of us, we would like respond to it and we were like actively like talking in the chat, but everyone else was just kind of reading it and not saying anything. Yeah. And um, so like we, we didn't exactly ditch them, but we kind of thought like, oh, well, I don't really want to like, we don't really want to like blow up your phone with, for, with all these messages. Yeah. And if you're not talking in the chat, then like, I'm pretty sure you won't mind us making a new one. Yeah. And then one thing led so to the other. that's what we did. Yep. And as far as the name goes, uh, I think Jacob came up with it. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. We didn't really have a discussion on it. We just kind of settled on it because it sounded nice. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, that's basically how it started. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next question also comes from Tyler. How did Jason and CJ... Oh, wait, no, this is for you. How did J- how did Jason and CJ meet? So, um, me and CJ have been together for, like, four and a half years now. So, one's a time. And, um, <laughs> what, what, what? Wait, what? Uh, well, uh, when, when's the time, buddy? When, when, when's oh. the, uh, the church bell? <laughs> uh, no. We shall find out sometime in the future. Sorry, it's too early. But... It's too early uh so we met back in high school it was our senior year and she had transferred to our high school um yeah like right at the beginning of the school year and we kind of like we knew of each other i we were in choir and you know i everyone knew her as uh the new girl at school and also she was uh she was the cousin of one of the recently graduated seniors who was also like kind of like a fan favorite among everyone didn't know that part Um, yeah so we we knew of each other that first semester but we never really talked and then second semester we were both in the musical and then we started spending a lot of time at rehearsals there uh and then later on so she was in choir she was in theater and then she joined band she did and yeah you know that no what did she play she played percussion oh and this leads into how we started talking because uh her aunt reached out to my mom saying like hey does jason happen to have any extra mallets that uh cj could use and i was like oh yeah of course so um i remember i 
gave her the ballots and that eventually evolved into uh, me giving her like lessons for percussion because she she's a good player but uh i remember the the band was working on like some piece that she needed help on the part or whatever so Mm -hmm. so yeah and then we just started talking from there that's really cute (laughs) she probably still has a mallet too yeah she probably does and you guys have uh you guys may have heard her on the show before she came to join us all the way back in season one episode nine prank callers i thought it was uh grilled cheesers oh no we that was a couple episodes later oh earlier okay yeah yeah yeah. all right so yeah um next question oh that's really cute (laughs) yeah thanks what is your favorite licensed song that's ever been featured in regular show? So, I was going to say this one that we're going to be reviewing today, but if it's if we're not including this one, spoilers, there's a licensed song in this episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um I want to say Mississippi Queen or mm-hmm. Oh my god, what was the one in Grow Cheesers I forgot? I, um, I want to look was, back. That was, it was Lies by Thompson yes. Twins. Yes, either that. Lies, 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 yeah. It, it felt so good. Well, I love 80s songs, just like J.G. Quintel. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if you guys want to listen to every single song that was featured in regular show um we have a playlist link in the description of every single episode of the regular show soundtrack where you could listen to every single song that's been featured on the show um and i'm looking at that list right now i really love um footloose because that was sung by pops yes that one that one's also really we're not gonna we're not gonna take it by Twisted Sister. Oh, that was sung by Morgan so, Rigby. There's so many good ones now that you're talking about it. Yeah, uh, I also really liked "I'm Alright." Yeah, Kenny Loggins, because that was like kind of like the prequel episode to regular show. It was so first was cool. day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, nothing but a good time. Uh, working for the week. All these songs are great, so but good. I think that my favorite one, I'd have to go with Mississippi Queen as well. The- no, like the the writers and JG Quinto like chose the right pieces of music to play for an episode specifically. It's it fits exactly. so well. Do you have any other favorite Cartoon Network shows that aren't regular show? <sighs> well, growing up. Oh no! Damn. Okay. No, that's that's a really good one because mm-hmm. I had. This one I had to think like really deep about. <laughs> um, if we're talking about childhood, I really liked watching Codename Kids Next Door. I've not heard of that one. Are you serious? Oh wow! Okay. Uh, and these are all from Cartoon Network, right? Yeah, these are like early two okay. thousands. Interesting. Uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I remember that one. God, uh, Grim Adventures um... of Billy and Mandy. That was uh, a huge childhood show. Oh, um, what is it? Foster's Home of Imaginary Friends. Yes, yes, that was a good show. Um, Sp- oh wait, no, SpongeBob. <laughs> wait, 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 hold, hold that one. Um, look, uh, Johnny Bravo was one. Johnny for me. Bravo, Dexter's Lab, <laughs> Dexter's Laboratory. What else? Um, 
Well, if I'm thinking about more of like the recent ones, uh, of course we have to mention Adventure Time. Adventure Time. I I haven't um hmm, out of all the Cartoon Network shows, regular show is the only one where I've seen like consistently every single episode. Mm-hmm. But um, Adventure Time, like there was there was uh, a time where I did like watch it like a lot, like pretty regularly. Yeah, and I had actually gotten the little DVD pack where it. It came with Finn's hat. I have Finn's hat too. I don't. I I just realized. I looked at my closet to see if I still have it. I don't. It's somewhere out oh, there. Damn. Yeah, I don't know where my Finn hat is either. But I I went through this phase where I would just like wear it twenty four seven. Yeah, because that's what Finn did. I remember uh, how I got that hat. I had to convince a girl to actually get it for me. I don't know why I couldn't have gotten it myself, but I had to get someone else to do it for me. By the way, uh, shout out to Oh My Glob podcast. They are an Adventure Time podcast. We follow each other on the Twitters um, where they basically do like a lot of the similar things that we do with the regular show, which is super cool. Hosted by Matt and Amy Ooh. as they explore the land of Ooh. Ooh, um, but, Ooh but for other regular or no, nope, uh, yep. for other shows of Cartoon Network, I also really enjoyed Mad. Oh, that was a good one. I love those parody. I kind of hate that uh, there's not that many or there's not any parody shows anymore. Because those were really clever whenever I watched. The reason I liked Mad when I was a kid is because they parodied and they like referenced real things in the world. Yeah. Like they, they in a way, they were kind of like dissing celebrities and stuff. But it was but funny. I kind of felt... Yeah, it was, and I'm pretty sure the celebrities found light of it, but I remember I felt so cool watching Mad as a kid because the fact that they were, like, openly talking about, like, current celebrities, I felt that that kind of made me um, invested and, like, in the know of current pop culture. Yeah. You know, because, like, we, at, at school, there would be kids who, like, talk about all their favorite celebrities, this and that, and I was, I always thought, like, oh, like, uh, I, I, I want to join on the conversation, but I don't know about like what what's going on in the world. Yeah. So mad kind of gave me a a little feel of that. Uh, I also just remembered the amazing world of Gumball. I never watched it. It's pretty. It's adorable. I liked it. Hmm. Okay. I do like the the graphics. How it's like it's cartoon, but it's also like parts of it are real life. Yeah. It, the animation is just all over the place, and I like that a lot yeah um but yeah, i'll have to give that a watch uh so uh tldr to answer your question uh other than regular show for me it's adventure time and mad i had actually uh discovered mad at the same night i discovered regular show oh wow mm-hmm. i'm trying to like look around my room to see if i have any anything of note i don't think so mm-hmm. yeah no i got nothing all right. Um, what is your favorite episode of regular show? I mean, so far or in general? Uh, in general, like the entire show run. All right. Let, well, let me go back to the. Uh, let me let me scroll through the seasons really quick. So, if I had to think of my favorite episodes just off the top of my head, I would probably choose. Excellent, Steak Me Amadeus. Every Meat Burrito, um, Exit 9B, 
Rigby's graduation. And that's just me speaking off the top of my head. I have so many other episodes that I just love. I'd say Laundry Woes, uh, Rigby's graduation, and then... Uh, uh, I want I want to say the regular epic final battle part one, two, and three. Ooh, yeah, I gotta add that to my list. Yeah, just just from those. I mean, everything is so like I mean, not everything, but the the seasons just get better and better. Hmm. So. Yeah, totally. Those are our just hand picked, not none, uh, any particular order. Favorite ones. Cool. So uh thanks so much to Lil Ty Tyler for asking all the amazing questions. Uh the next person that asked us questions uh is from Twitter. Again, it's from at Media Fanatics or media underscore fanatics. And we said on our little QA post being like, Yeah, ask us a question about regular show or about anything. So Media Fanatics asked us about other stuff. First question is, what is your favorite show from Nickelodeon? SpongeBob. Um, I probably gotta go SpongeBob, iCarly, I Car- Drake and Josh and Victorious. <sighs> okay, see my problem with uh Drake and Josh is that I can see it how it is, but I, behind it, if I didn't think too much about it, I still love the show. Don't get me wrong. Yes. But just controversy after that because from what I heard recently, Josh Peck did a podcast with someone and he openly said things about the show that he I don't think he could say before. But anyways, no, I agree with those. Uh, haven't seen Victorious too much, but I can. What? I've Ooh, seen. It's good. Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces and I've laughed about or I've laughed from the show. So I agree with that. Yes. So if you ignore Dan the Footman Schneider, <laughs> Drake and Josh, iCarly, and Victoria's are really good shows. They are. Yeah. And the fact um, that he next d- tried to touch Miranda Cosgrove. Dude, yeah, it's it's very weird. F- fuck that guy. Anyways, moving on to the uh, next one. What is your favorite show from Disney Channel or Disney Channel XD? Hmm, okay. See, I might be at a disadvantage a little because... Uh, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, and Disney Channel were the three shows or three channels I would watch a lot, but Disney Channel was probably third in that list. Yeah, so I don't have much. If you had to pick, though. Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. That's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. If I had to give a list, it would be Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, I'll also throw Sweet Life on deck in there. Yeah. Wizards of Waverly Place. Yes. That's a Raven. Was a Ooh, good show. Yeah, that's a Raven. That's really good. Hannah Montana. Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. Such a good show. Um, and then though I, I I will always die on this hill. The best Disney Channel show was Good Luck Charlie. The writing hmm. is underrated. It is hilarious. Did they still keep up with the whole uh vlog things at the end of every episode or did they stop doing that at some point uh nope they kept that for the entire show okay then all right i thought i th- I would have thought they would have stopped doing that at some point right yeah 
Oh, yeah. Um. So the next question is, uh, how many streaming services do you both have? Let so me, uh, let me check my which phone. ones do you use? Um. While you check on that, I believe he wait. I'm gonna look on my Xbox because that is where I watch everything. I currently use Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix, YouTube TV, HBO Max, and Crunchyroll. So, I currently use uh, Peacock, Crunchyroll, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, HBO Max, Prime Videos sometimes, and Side Plus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, technically I do have Prime Video because my family has Amazon Prime. Yeah. You know. Oh, which by the way, I'm pretty sure this is the same case for you, but like I I'm I share accounts with so many people. My so. parents share accounts with me. I pay for it. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, look at you. I don't like it sometimes, but it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Um and then the next question is what is your favorite streaming service out of these? Oh, God, that's tough, honestly. Cuz it all depends on what uh specific movie or TV show that streaming service has. At the moment, mm-hmm. for me, I mean, Crunchyroll is a whole different thing because that's where I watch my anime. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think HBO Max. I feel like HBO Max, uh, well, they definitely have a better selection than Netflix. Yeah. And I feel like the... The only thing Netflix really has going for it is like the original series because mm-hmm. they barely have anything that is like um like nostalgic to it, you know? Yeah. I mean, once like in a all, while. All, yeah. I, once in a while, they'll add a show where I'm like, oh, I haven't watched that in forever. But I feel like that's what Disney Plus does the best. Yeah. Is because, well, first of all, Disney owns like everything. They have Star Wars, Marvel, and... um. And that's where they have all of the old, like, classic shows and movies and things. So, uh, Disney Plus definitely has the most content. Yeah. Um, Also, I like Hulu for regular show, but I guess I could say the same thing about HBO Max. I mean, Hulu Um, has two shows exclusively for that site, which is Dave and Atlanta, which I still have yet to watch either mm -hmm. of them. I also heard that uh, Only Murders on the Building was really good with Selena Gomez. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. CJ loves that show. Huh. Um, I, I've i only recently hopped onto the Crunchyroll train because I've begun to watch Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. And um, HBO Max, I, I signed on to it because of The Last of Us. I have HBO Max not only for The Last of Us, but for uh, DC stuff true yeah so disney plus is my marvel hbo max is my dc but if i had to pick a favorite probably disney plus i just gotta stay loyal to disney uh oh but youtube tv that's also a real one because that's that's an actual like cable you know is it yeah like uh, that's how i'm able to watch like live sporting events and things like that like the news and stuff the way i watch because lately i've been watching a lot of soccer like premier league soccer okay that's what I use yeah. Peacock for. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, yeah, um, there you go. Thank you to all the amazing people who asked us questions. And we're just so glad that you guys got to be a part of this excellent podcast special. Um, again, this is the episode that 
we named our show after it's special uh it holds a place in both me and josh's hearts and to a lot of the people who made regular show and you guys got to be a part of it all so thank you thank you thank you so much for listening for just doing everything like talking to us on twitter and tuning in every single week you guys are amazing oh yeah most definitely without you guys this show would be on uh still i mean it'd still be us talking to each other but you guys are supporting it so much just by listening to it exactly and obviously naturally we're gonna like always be trying to grow our fan base and our audience you know because we want a lot of people to be listening to the show but i'm i've always been content with like wherever the show is at because oh, yeah same i because at the end of the day me and josh do it because we love regular show and because we uh, like to like talk to each other and having you guys listening and like us getting fans along the way is a huge like plus that came along with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's really nice to go back to a show that, that ended what? 10 years, 10, almost 10 years ago. Um, Oh no, I, no, I think no, no. It it's in, like, no, 2017. 20s. 2017 yeah yeah so it ended like four four or five years ago yeah it, it's old you know yeah so. so it's really nice to go back and see how uh see how this show is or was like back in the day so without further ado shall we get into the episode so we open up with the title card excellent uh written and storyboard ah fuck these always go by so fast <laughs> we always so, do that <laughs> yeah so we open up with a uh a fast moving car driven by someone and uh by two guys one has a gun held up in the air the other guy is driving it uh one of them says you'll never take me easton easton fuck something like that yeah he says you'll never take me easton you put me in jail, I'll just escape. But then the guy driving says, escape this Minetti. And then he quickly turns the wheel right, and it causes the car to flip over and start tumbling over itself, and it's crashing. And we cut to Mordecai and Rigby uh, watching, which is actually, turns out to be a TV show that they're they're watching. And Rigby says, dude, didn't he flip a car in the last episode? Mordecai responds back saying he flips a car in every episode and then he starts quoting um, a random episode probably from the last one. He says, hey, bus is full of grade schoolers. Learn this. And then he starts imitating tires screeching and then exploding and then the yeah. bus like tumbling over. Honestly, um, you can't make that joke today. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> so and they both I've... laugh it off too. Yeah, um... I guess what they're trying to reference here is that uh, every single director kind of has like their little signature on what they do in movies. Kind of uh-huh. like how Michael Bay has explosions. J.J. Abrams has lens flares. Uh, can, can you think of any others? Does John Favreau have one? No idea. But I, well, if I had to say something for Jeff, John Favreau, uh, I'd say I'd say just like cinematic shots, something like that. But yeah. the person I'm, I was thinking was Quentin Tarantino, and it's like, oh. whip, like pan whip shots, like extreme close ups. 
something like yeah. that something along those lines yeah um when i edit youtube videos i would say mine is uh well i'm influenced by casey neistat so uh-huh. probably like montages and little like music clips in between throughout it but see when i edit my videos i always would like whenever the video or whatever video i videos i watch i like i like the idea of putting background music in them but my problem is i have no idea how to do any of that i could teach you thank you so they just end up being like the raw audio that you can just hear well i mean Mm -hmm. i put them out anyways because i don't want to waste that footage so true so uh, Mordecai and Rigby continue watching and all of a sudden Benson comes in the room and he says hey come on you two you're supposed to be working Rigby says we're on our lunch break and Mordecai's like oh yeah what he said and Benson says oh yeah it really looks like you're eating up a storm there come on let's go and then they both groan and they're all like yeah yeah we're going <laughs> Mordecai grabs the remote about to turn off the TV but then Rigby says wait look and then we see a commercial on screen. And then it looks like it's a food commercial. And the narrator says, Only once every thousand years does an eating challenge appear with the ability to blow everyone away. And then there's a guy on screen who's wearing like a trucker hat and he's holding uh, a carton of eggs. He opens it up and then it explodes. The narrator continues, the excellent challenge is that challenge. And then we get a little building shot. 12 eggs, chili, cheese, biscuits, and a fruit bowl. Finish in under an hour and your party eats for free. And you win this hat that says I'm excellent on it. Uh, pausing at 106, I wrote down, just wow, taking notes for this and seeing this iconic shot of the hat. I'm just glamoring at everything about this episode. Because, as you know, our loyal listeners, this shot right here, again, 106, is what our logo is. This is where we grabbed the logo, and this is, like, kind of where we made that little graphic for. I mean, it's so simple, and yet it expresses a lot. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's a simple logo. All, all we did was just take off the I'm excellent and then put our own text that said yeah. the excellent podcast. So it's 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 iconic to us and pretty much like the entire fan base of regular show because it's the hat. But the narrator continues saying, that's right. Finish the omelet and get the coolest hat ever invented for free. Many have tried. None have succeeded. Could you be the first to slay the dragon and be excellent? And then the trucker from before jumps up and grabs it. Oh, wait, no, that's not the guy from before. It's a different guy. Uh, so... A contestant jumps up and, like, grabs the hat and puts it on, and he pumps his fist saying, yeah, yeah! And so, yeah, that's the excellent challenge. So, the commercial ends, and Rigby's just in awe. He says, dude, we have to win that hat. And then Mordecai just kind of nods it off and says, like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, right. And then turns off the TV, tosses the remote to the coffee table, and then talks to Rigby saying, Dude, did you see the size of that omelet? No one will ever win that hat. But Rigby's doubtful. He's like, oh, wait. Aw, come on. Did you see how awesome that hat was? It was a net hat. But but Mordecai's still having his doubts. He says, like, dude, those aren't even cool anymore. But Rigby is backing this hat. 
so hard. He says, yes, they are. Truckers wear them all the time. They got holes on the back to keep the crossbreeds going and everything. You know, you know those those net hats? The, I mean, Rigby just described it. Yeah. Um, do, do you own any of those? Uh, do you remember in high school, I used to wear a Pikachu hat all the time? Oh, 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 yeah. And I remember <laughs> it had like the antennas on it. Yeah. That was considered re- a net hat. I remember back in the day, um, you did this thing. I remember it was kind of a trend back then where people would, like, uh, have their snapbacks, like, looped around their belt. Yeah, that was one of those. I remember those. I I remember that Pikachu hat. Do you still have it? I do. It's somewhere. But, like Gosh. I said, as I got older, I had to clean out my, my closet. So, it's somewhere around here. I remember that was, like, your trademark. Cause, uh, really? Really? Like- well, I don't know why, but like every single kid, like like when they were young or something, they had some item, like some article of clothing that was like sort of like their thing, where you saw that and thought like, oh yeah, that's what they wear all the time. Um, mine was the the red bandana. I thought yours was just gonna be the flannel. The flan oh well, had the red flannels. Well, so eh, back in my emo days, which is funny because <laughs> the flannel and the bandana came from that. Huh. Oh my god, wait, wait, no, you didn't change your YouTube icon, right? No, I did not. Okay. I changed everything else, but that, that picture is still there. I'm looking at, I have the the red bandana in front of me, right? I'm literally holding it. What I think my trademark was my, it's going to sound really weird, but my quiff hair. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. Like, I carried it on up until, I guess, recently, where I changed to my hairstyle to be, like, more of the split hair. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been... I thought that was my trademark, but now that you mentioned my Pikachu hat, I guess. Because... Oh, wait, I wanted to bring this up, too. Speaking of Pikachu, fucking... I saw Oscar a couple weeks like a couple weeks ago. Do you remember him? Yeah, the rain guy. Yeah, the rain guy. I saw him at Walmart when I was shop- when I was doing some grocery shopping. We ran into each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what do you remember of him, actually? Um. So, well, for context, Oscar is a guy that went to our high school, and um, not sure if you guys remember, but there is this uh this old viral video that uh like blew up on the internet to the point where it was like posted on the Daquan Instagram. Um. Yep. And it was a shot of our high school where it was downpouring after school. All the students were running to their buses. And then there was this kid that was just standing in the middle of the parking lot in the middle of the rain with everyone running around him. He was just standing there. And there was music. Uh, the person who filmed it added music with the all around me are familiar faces. You know that song? Yeah. Yeah. You know? That that kid was Oscar, and that that kind of became his thing. For everyone knew him around school as the Rain Guy, and uh-huh. uh, I remember Drake saw that uh, oh video, God. and he even Oscar even hopped on a podcast to talk about that. He, he okay. Well, I'm pretty sure it's gonna take people a long time just to dig through it. But long story short, the reason why he was standing out in the rain was to test out his headphones. Yeah, I asked him why he was standing there, and he's like, I had waterproof headphones. 
Just wanted to test them out. I can't believe it. But, like, I'm happy that it happened in our school. But I'm also like, how? Why? The, the most dumbest things become viral like that. Like, literally, we live in the middle of our of a cornfield. Our high school is located in the middle of nowhere. So, like, that just goes to show anyone could go viral. What would I say? It was, like, short-lived? I remember it was it was like a, a like an ongoing trend, uh, and because I in the like original Twitter thread, uh, mm-hmm. that that video was getting like mil- tens of millions of views. Yeah, and then I had replied to that tweet, and my tweet was like one of like the top tweets as well, and so mm-hmm. that tweet kept getting a bunch of likes for like like at least a year after that. So, you know, I still see it from time and t- from time and uh, from time but time. Fuck! What's the... Oh, from time to time again? Yes, that. Thank you. Um, I see it. I see it, like, every now and then. There you go. Yeah. And I'm just but, like, oh, wow, that... Can't believe people are still using that template. <laughs> yeah, so, um, how about I'll continue? Yeah. So, Rigby is still, like, hyping up this truck hat. And he and then Mordecai finally he's like, Alright, fine, it's cool or whatever. And then he he tells to Rigby, he's like, But seriously, a twelve egg omelet? Like no one's ever gonna eat it. Why don't you just buy the hat? And then Rigby's all like, That doesn't make a cool story. Oh hey, where'd you get that hat? Oh, I bought it. Oh, why does it say I'm excellent on it? Oh, I it doesn't matter, because I just paid for it with money. Plus, why would you buy it anyway when you could get it for free? And then Mordecai is like, well, but the omelet probably costs more than the, then Rigby cuts him off being like, dude, forget it. If you want to order a measly two egg breakfast, that's fine by me. But when you're, but when you finish and you're still hungry, don't come crying to me because I ain't sharing. And then they kind of have this exchange where Mordecai tries to talk, but Rigby keeps cutting him off. Shababoo! And then Mordecai finally walks away. He's like, fine, we're going to go to the stupid restaurant. I hate when you talk like that. Maybe we. We clockwipe to the restaurant, which is called the Excellent Restaurant. Can I, can I ask you something really quick? Okay. How are you with eggs or, or like dairy products in general? Um, Eggs I could handle. Uh, okay. I, I really like eggs, and mm-hmm. scrambled eggs are one of my favorite breakfast foods. But mm. as for dairy, I really have to have it in moderation. Meaning? Um, now that I've gotten older, I can't drink as much milk as I did when I was a kid for some reason. Hmm. Um, I, I um, back when I used to uh, like to drink G Fuel, I still oh. I still drink G Fuel, but I don't do it regularly anymore. I only do it when I really, really need it. Uh-huh. But, um, so there are some G Fuel flavors that, like, because usually you put it with water, but some yeah. flavors taste better when you have it with milk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had an, an, an I had a freaking tall boy G Fuel shaker, and I filled that shit, like, all the way up to the brim with milk, and we're talking about, I, I don't know what the measurement, but, but you could picture, like, a big shaker, you know, that you put yeah. a protein shake in. Uh-huh. Picture picture that. It's like a full-ass size cup, large. And I drank that entire cup of milk with my G Fuel. And I remember I, I was at work one day and I was just washing dishes. And I was like, damn, I keep farting and shit. And, <laughs> I, and I had to go to the bathroom and I was like, oh, it's because I drank all that damn milk. Fuck. So, um, so that's yeah. you. But, okay. So with me, found 
found out not recently but found out over the years that i'm kind of the same way i love eggs like and i'll eat eggs but and milk too i'm fine with milk but eggs they make me super gassy for some reason yeah and i think it is because as you get older kind of thing but i and i hate that because I can't even order eggs anymore without having to feel like, oh my god, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna rip one so badly. You know, it's funny because uh, I had a note for that I was gonna mention later on in this episode. There's this really good omelet place by my uh, apartment, yeah. and I was I was gonna suggest that we go there next time you come visit. Okay, it's only with milk though. Like I could eat cheese, I could eat ice cream, but when it's milk, like when I, I th- I'm assuming it's because it's in its purest form. Mm-hmm. Um, I one time I got chocolate milk, and obviously chocolate milk is delicious. Yeah, I was drinking so much chocolate milk that it, later on it looks like that I just poured chocolate milk in the toilet. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so much, but so um, Mordecai and Rigby are ordering at the restaurant. Um, the waiter comes up to them and he's like, "Have you decided?" Mordecai says, uh, I'll take the eggs Benedict and an orange juice. And then Rigby looks up at him, uh, up from his menu all sly, and he's like, and I'll have the excellent challenge. The waiter is all like, oh, uh, I wouldn't recommend the excellent challenge. It's more of a promotional item. And Rigby is, he's all mad, and he's like, well, yeah, it's the only reason we're here. So the waiter cuts him off, and he's like, huh, sir, it's really just something. And he's really trying to talk Rigby down from it. Rigby gets all mad. He puts his hands up and he's like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm confused. I'm the customer, right? Well, yes. What does that sign say over there? And he points to a sign that says, the customer is always right. And then he kind of has like the waiter like go back and forth being like, and what am I? And what does the sign say? And then the the guy catches wind of this. and He's like, sir, please. But then Rigby makes him say it. The customer is always right. And then Rigby kind of tells him off with a hmm, hmm, while Mordecai is just there face-palming in embarrassment. Uh, The waiter asks, what would you like, sir? And then he says, bring me the omelet. And then what happens? And then we quick cut to uh, an ambulance racing down the street. which Which is very funny because it... When that happens, I don't know. For me, that I find that really funny. Whenever movies or TV shows do that, it's like a quick cut. Like you, yeah. we didn't even see Rigby eating the omelet. Yeah, we just go straight to the ambulance or the or fuck. It's called the ambulance, right? Yes, that is the ambulance. Yes. God damn it! It's been a long day. Anyways, <clears throat> so we go inside the ambulance where Rigby is sitting or is laying down on the gurney, and Mordecai is just talking to him. Saying, dude, you're allergic to eggs? This man. Rigby Rigby speaks in his really weak voice, uh, explaining to Mordecai, saying that if he he thought that if he ate fast enough that he probably wouldn't notice. He then uh, asked Mordecai, I really wanted that hat. Did I win it? And then he starts like patting on his head to see to check if he actually won the hat. But Mordecai says, "Dude, you didn't even come close." But then, uh, Mordecai, Rigby, uh, is faintly saying, "Mordecai, promise me that whatever happens, you'll get me that hat." Mordecai just says, "What?" 
But Rigby keeps pleading him, saying, please, just promise me you'll get me that half for me. Mordecai says, okay, I promise. It's This is a very dramatic scene. And Rigby says, yeah. like, you're a good friend. And sighs and then uh, lays down hard onto the Gertie. Mordecai's really worried, so he starts, like, shaking him, calling his name, saying, Rigby, Rigby, wake up. But the paramedic yeah. pushes him over. Because you, you, you could hear the flat line as well. So I know that there is a YouTube channel, I believe it's called Dr. ER, where basically this doctor, this real-life doctor, sits down and he reacts to these hospital scenes that you see in movies and TV shows. And he basically kind of like grades it on how accurate it is, and he also diagnoses whatever problem the character is going through. Uh, and I remember he actually reacted to this episode, and he wanted to explain about how what's probably happening to Rigby is that his body had that allergic reaction to the eggs, which sent him, him into cardiac arrest, which led to the coma. And of course, the what needs to happen now is the doctor is giving him CPR. So that's what happens. The doctor pushes Mordecai away and begins giving uh, Rigby CPR. We cut to the hospital later on. The entire park gang is there and there's a doctor standing over Rigby's body that's just unconscious hooked up to an IV on the hospital bed and he explains to them the doctor explains to them saying your friend Rigby's in a coma because of an allergic reaction his body had to the eggs unfortunately due to the large quantity of eggs that he consumed there's a strong chance that he may never wake up again Benson asks is there anything we could do and then the doctor says all we could do is wait I'm sorry the doctor leaves the room, and then Benson turns to Mordecai and says, Well, I hope you've learned something from this. Mordecai is all mad, and he's like, What? Benson says, Maybe if you'd been working like you were supposed to, none of this would have happened. And <laughs> with zero hesitation, Mordecai punches Benson in the face. He, this man right hooks him. This sends the entire room into a frenzy where the park members are trying to hold Mordecai back from punching Benson more. Uh, Benson pulls back and he's like, Mordecai, what are you doing? Mordecai says, what's your problem? This has nothing to do with work. He just wanted the hat. Benson's all like, oh, and look where it got him. Your friend over there is only going to get you into trouble. And then Mordecai is all like, oh, right. Take advice from Benson about friends since you've got so many of them. Benson's all like, I have friends. And then Mordecai's like, he kind of roasts him saying, no, you don't. Everyone only hangs out with you because you're our boss. Rigby only wanted to try and win a hat, but he doesn't deserve to be in a coma because of it. He starts to leave the room. Benson says, where are you going? And then Mordecai says, back to the restaurant. Benson asks, why? And then he says, because I made a promise to Rigby and I'm going to keep it. That's what friends do for each other. He leaves the room and slams the door. It's kind of quiet in there. And then Muscle Man says, awkward I, w I was gonna ask you something when we were back in the ambulance but now i don't remember oh my bad no you're good it'll probably come back to me eventually um i remember that i was dying laughing when i saw the scene when benson got punched in the face I, is it like a reoccurring thing where mordecai punches benson in the face like only mordecai um, uh, I, 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 I don't think Mordecai has ever punched Benson before, but, um, before this, maybe, yeah. 
I remember that a lot of people say that this is like kind of like a big breaking breaking point uh, between like Mordecai and Benson and their relationship because yeah. obviously Mordecai is always like annoyed with Benson. He's always like Benson's always telling him what to do, this and that. Um, mm-hmm. And then so Mordecai like finally snaps and he punches Benson in the face. I was gonna say like I mean yeah because Benson is. Instead of feeling sorry for Mordecai about uh, having Rigby in the, in a coma, he's making it about work, which is totally I, not the way to do it. Yeah, I feel like Benson is that type of teacher that you had in high school who just has no regard for their students' personal lives. Yeah. Where it's like um, like the, te- the high school teacher is like, oh, Billy, you... you- couldn't finish your homework last night because you're you had to go to your grandfather's funeral oh you should have talked to your grandfather and when he was planning on dying what <laughs> you know things like that you know you should have just told me ahead of time no oh, yeah no yeah no i it's ridiculous how that works so we clockway to back to the restaurant where mordecai is talking to the waiter from before and he says, what do you mean it's not for sale? But the waiter repeats exactly what he said previously off camera, saying, I said it's not for sale. Mordecai tries to explain to the waiter that uh, Rigby just really wanted this hat. but And uh, Rigby's in a coma because he was trying to finish uh, the challenge. And he tries to convince the waiter to make that one exception just for Rigby. But the waiter stands his ground saying, sir, I'm sorry about your friend. I tr- I really am. But I can't just sell you the hat. And then we get a, like, a quick close-up of the waiter. He says, it's out of my control. Mordecai groans at this saying, ugh. Uh, and then gets the idea to do the challenge himself. So he asks, then give me the omelet. The waiter pleads Mordecai to not take the challenge. He says, sir, please don't. But Mordecai isn't backing down. He says, give me the omelet. So then we have the kitchen door slam open uh, with the waiter holding the the excellent challenge in his hands and the fruit bowl. He plops it right in front of Mordecai and then has this timer, starts it up. It's click clicking and the waiter says, go. And then up-tempo rock music starts playing as the clock is ticking. Mordecai starts going at this omelet piece by piece. The clock is ticking away 15 seconds. uh, And Mordecai is starting to slow down. down. He's uh, grabbing every bite slowly into his mouth. But then the timer dings. The waiter says, time is up, sir. Mordecai stops groan and groans. And as the waiter tries to take the clock or the timer away, Mordecai puts his hand over his and says, sell me the hat. But the waiter again repeats himself saying, the hat is not for sale. Mordecai gets all frustrated and mad, takes the plate of his unfinished excellent uh, omelet and throws it towards a random wall uh the waiter is surprised by this mordecai still pissed off looks at the waiter as he walks away and says forget this place 
Mordecai is back at the hospital and he is kneeling over Rigby's body in the bed. And he's like, I'm sorry, Rigby, I couldn't do it. And all of a sudden, Benson and Skips walk in the room. And then Mordecai looks over and he's like, oh, what are you doing here? And Benson says, look, Mordecai, I'm sorry for what I said earlier. It was a stupid thing to say and I didn't mean it. Then Mordecai just kind of brushes him off and scoffs. Um, He's like, yeah. Benson then continues, though, saying, you know, Mordecai, there might be a way to win that hat. Mordecai's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Benson says, tell him, Skips. Skips starts to tell a little backstory, saying, a long time ago, I knew a guy by the name of Jonathan Kimball. He used to work at the park, and just like Rigby, he was obsessed with the hat. His drive for the hat was relentless. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, the omelet was the only thing he would ever eat. He kept a journal and kept track of every advantage he could find that would help him win that hat. And then we get this little animation of uh, Jonathan Kibble like writing everything in the journal, like all of his failed attempts and flipping through the pages. Skips continues saying, one day he was really excited. He He just kept saying, I figured it out. I figured it out. He left to attempt it, but he never came back. We fade back to real life and then Mordecai asks, so what happened? Skips is like, well, I don't know. Mordecai's like, well, what do you mean? Didn't you go to the restaurant? And Skips explains, being like, well, none of us did. He had failed the challenge so many times, none of us thought that he would ever do it. And Mordecai's like, why are you guys telling me all this? Then Benson says, because we got his notebook out of his old locker, and it looks like he figured out how to finish the omelet. If you're willing to take the risk, you could win that hat for Rigby. And then Mordecai's like flipping through all the pages, seeing Jonathan's old notes. And then he looks up at Benson and puts down the journal and says, let's do this. So we start where uh, Mordecai, Benson, and all the park members are sitting at the kitchen. Uh, Benson has his timer for an hour. Mordecai is practicing eating eggs while uh, we get this nice slow pan shot of um, Pops uh, jumping up and down excitedly. We have skips uh making the eggs tossing an empty carton in the bin while muscle man and fives come through the back door carrying even more eggs i like this little training montage because it kind of shows the entire park just working together and like helping out mordecai so they could save their friend um because as we all know the park isn't really the same without Rigby or any of them so they recognize that Rigby's in a coma and he's also Mordecai's best friend and they're just kind of coming in clutch here you know they're really like helping out their friend and um, pushing him through this whole thing especially Benson and I feel like that's a really good progression for him here because Benson was formerly like the jerk of the episode but now from this montage it kind of looks like that Benson is Mordecai's like main motivator because Benson's the one that is like reading Mordecai the notes. He's the one that's like keeping uh, the stopwatch and things like that. And um, this montage is also really cool because uh, we get to see like Mordecai's like failed attempts in his training. Uh, For example, there's this shot where Mordecai is like trying to eat the big mountain of eggs while also drinking the, the biscuit water. But I guess he gets like overwhelmed and he accidentally like throws up and spits it out. Uh, Benson goes and uh, helps Mordecai, pats him on the back, but then (laughs) we pan over to see where the food was spat on, 
and it actually went on Muscle Man's face, all over his face, and which of course made Muscle Man freak out and run out of the room. We cut to Skip's house, and Mordecai is bench pressing with Skip spotting him, and uh, Benson is reading him Jonathan Kimball's notes. We get this really cool scene also at the hospital, where Mordecai pays Rigby a visit, who's still unconscious, of course, and Mordecai, he, he kind of does like this little this little salute, being like, I got you, Rigby. Just hang on, bud. I'm almost there. And um, we also see Mordecai jogging while eating the fruit bowl, and Benson's following him behind with the cart. And at the end, Mordecai finally finishes the omelet, and we could see like how far he's come. And then we see that the plate is completely clear, and so the park gang like congratulates him because he's finally finished the omelet. You know what I just realized? The uh, the uh, montage, this one specifically kind of reminded me. Have you ever seen any of the Rocky movies? Yes. That's what uh, this montage reminded me of. Yeah, I feel like whenever there's a training montage in any modern movie or TV show, it's usually a reference to either Rocky or The Karate Kid. Yeah. Yeah, that too. Like, those are the, honestly, those two are, in my opinion, the best uh, movies for montages. Or maybe even Top Gun. I don't know. I, I It's been a while since I've seen Top Gun. Uh, they stop in front of the restaurant. Mordecai says, this isn't going to be easy. But Benson reassures them and says, just remember your training. You can do it. And they all get out of the cart. Uh, Mordecai and Benson kind of share a moment by Mordecai stopping Benson as soon as he gets out the car and says, Benson, sorry about what I said before. Uh, enough, even though you're a jerk most of the time, you're still a good friend. This gives Benson a little grin, and he said, and Benson responds back, just win that stupid hat for Rigby. And, they, and it cuts to everyone going inside the restaurant, the the waiter is just whistling. He starts walking away towards the table where Mordecai is sitting with a menu in his hands. The waiter says, oh, good morning, sir. Are you ready to order? Mordecai puts down his menu and looks at him and says, the excellent challenge, please. Uh, the waiter instantly starts getting uh, defensive and says, sir, while I am contractually bound... By, by the laws of this restaurant to bring you the omelet, I highly suggest ordering something else. But Mordecai doesn't back down again. He says, bring me the omelet. Again, the kitchen door slams open. The waiter puts down the excellent challenge in front of him. Uh, same thing as before. Turns on the timer, puts it down on the table. Starts and the timer starts. The waiter says, good luck. Mordecai looks at him with confidence and says, thanks. Waiter walks away. Um, and then this is where Mordecai starts putting his training to use. He starts off by crumbling the biscuits into the water and stirring it with a fork. Uh, you can hear the little tink, 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 tink noise from him stirring the, bis the crushed biscuits in the water. This causes the waiter to, to look back. And he's in shock and realizes, no, don't. 
So I think it's cool how the waiter sort of recognizes what Mordecai is doing. How uh, when he walks away, he could hear Mordecai like crumbling up the biscuits. And then he turns around. He's like, oh, no, stop. So I feel like um, the waiter is just kind of having memories of Jonathan Kimball. Because um, we could assume that Jonathan Kimball is the only one that's ever made it past the challenge. So when the waiter sees Mordecai, he probably recognizes that technique being like, oh no, he's doing the Jonathan Kimball. I got to stop him. And we're going to find out in a sec why exactly the waiter is trying to stop him. But yeah, when the waiter tries to stop Mordecai, the park members pull up being like, oh, let him finish. And then the chef or waiter guy whistles for his crew to come in. And we see the, we see the chef and the waiters like all come outside to fight the park members. The waiter's all like, step aside. And Muscle Man's like, why don't you make us, bro? And so then they start to go at it. It's like all like a free-for-all brawl where everyone's fighting. The park versus the kitchen staff. And Benson says, keep them away from Mordecai. And um, it's a pretty cool fight sequence. And because in the background, Mordecai is just like eating this entire time. Benson slaps the waiter guy with the slice of pizza. Muscle Man shoves a hamburger in a guy's face. And then... Uh, skips pours tomato soup down a guy's shirt and Mordecai throughout this whole thing as the fight goes on Mordecai's plate gets clearer and clearer and then at the very end uh, the waiter tries to run up to Mordecai's table but then Benson trips him at the very end the timer goes off and then the waiter stands up and he's like sorry sir time is up and then he realizes that oh my gosh, Mordecai actually finished the challenge. Then that's when he starts to get scared. The waiter says, oh no, we were only trying to help. Mordecai's like, wait, what? And then he disappears out of thin air and he's transported to this cave looking place. It's all golden and everything is like uh, made out of stone. And there are these stone shelves that just have all this different all these different assortment of hats on it and they all say i'm excellent on it there's like a, a sailor's cap there's a baseball cap a cowboy hat uh, an abraham lincoln hat and it all says i'm excellent all of a sudden there's this knight in shining armor that appears out of nowhere which freaks mordecai out and he's like what the where am i and then the knight says you have made it to the final test of the excellent challenge choose your prize but take heed for if you choose incorrectly, you will die. And then he points to a skeleton that's sitting on the ground. And the skeleton is wearing the incorrect excellent hat. It is like a golden crown. And you could tell that that body's been there for a while because it's all decomposed. Uh, but we could tell from the clothes who it is. Because that's when Mordecai realizes, oh my gosh, it's Jonathan Kimball. So Mordecai takes a step back and looks around the room, trying to figure out which hat is the right one. And like I said, all these hats are different and there's so many of them. And Mordecai's like, how am I going to choose? Like, which one is it? That's when Mordecai has a flashback to what Rigby said at the beginning of the episode. Uh, a little like ghost Rigby appears around Mordecai's head and Rigby says, it was a net hat. Truckers wear them all the time. It's got air holes in the back to keep a cross breeze going and everything. So. Mordecai uses his, that recollection to point out which is the right hat. He sees one that's sitting on the counter and he's like, oh, that looks like the hat of a trucker. So he picks it up and he looks at the knight, but the knight isn't saying anything. 
So Mordecai closes his eyes and he slowly puts on the hat, probably scared for his life. And then the knight looks at him and says, Your choice is excellent. And then that's when Mordecai beams out of thin air and goes back to his world. We get this quick funny shot of uh, the knight reaching into his closet where he has like a thousand excellent hats. And then he immediately replaces the one that Mordecai just took with him. So we cut back to the hospital. Uh, Mordecai puts on puts the hat on Rigby. It gives off a glowing whoosh, and Rigby wakes up. And the first thing he says is, "You won the hat for me." Mordecai says, "Like yeah, man, but I couldn't have done it without some help." Rigby looks at the park members and says, "Thanks, guys," and then gasps, and then yells out, "Look!" and starts pointing at the. Uh, hospital TV. Then another commercial plays with two guys sitting at what looks to be a picnic table saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Then the narrator says, do you like steak? Then both the guys say, yeah. Then the narrator says, well then come on down to the steak universe. And then a giant steak just flops onto the table. Both the guys start gnawing at it. The narrator keeps going saying, if you and a friend can finish our 96-ounce steak and eggs in under an hour will give you two free t-shirts that says, Raise the Steaks. And then another uh, narrator says, Raise the Steaks. Free. The commercial ends. Rigby says, Dude, I'll eat the steak if you eat the eggs. Uh, Benson, kind of annoyed by this, says, Do you think if we take the hat off of him, he'll go back into a coma? Mordecai kind of agrees with Benson and says only one way to find out and they all all the park members start going at Rigby coming for the hat Rigby's protecting his hat saying no and then we cut to black thus ending the episode. So I kind of like how the ending of the episode has like a little challenge at the end because it's another example of regular show the entire episode we fought for something and then at the very end were left on like kind of a cliffhanger they tend to do that a lot they do yeah um but it's interesting how it's uh it's a steak challenge i i love me some steak i actually had one yesterday really yeah it was at uh it was at cj's house and um her cousin made them it was really good and um you know when i had the steak when did you have the steak jason I had the steak during lunchtime. 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 Actually, I think it was dinner, but I changed it to lunch (laughs) just for the sake of the transition. Okay. All right. But, so I'm going to read stuff off of the fan wiki. Uh, we got a quite a bit of stuff for Excellent today. So reading on lunchtime, trivia. This is the debut of the famous I'm Excellent hat, trucker hat from regular show. The Excellent Knight also makes his first appearance in this episode. Rigby is also revealed to be allergic to eggs, uh, despite him being allergic in other episodes. Uh, but we're going to talk about that later in Goofs. JG mm-hmm. Quintel based this episode off a similar challenge at a restaurant called Broken Yoke, which is a cafe in San Diego, California. I, I got some cousins that live in San Diego. I'll have to 
um, Aslam. I, I might be familiar with Broken Yoke, but I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a Broken Yoke by the by your old, old place where, remember when you and me used to live like five, ten minutes away from each other? Right, yeah. Yeah, by that Walmart um, that you got fired from. <laughs> yeah, that. oh, which, by the way, that Walmart closed down, which is yeah, crazy. It, I'm happy that uh, it did. I like i it wasn't my favorite job but like it was a vibe and even when i didn't work there i used to just go there and chill hang out that's basically everything you could do as a suburb kid oh yeah of course (laughs) uh several members of this of the regular show cast including jg quintel consider this to be one of their favorite episodes and i have to agree i agree too this this was very my fuck this was my one of my favorite episodes jesus christ this episode also won an Emmy Award for a short format animated program beating out episodes of Adventure Time, Mad, Robot Chicken, and Phineas and Ferb. Wait, what episode? Did, did they say like any episodes specifically for those or just uh, in general? No, no, they, they just listed the TV show. I want to know what uh, episodes were nominated, but either way, I we could tell that Excellent already beat them out. Oh, yeah. Because this episode is amazing uh-huh. um, cool, so... you could say it's excellent <laughs> <laughs> not, i did a funny <laughs> okay so uh pop culture references bonnie tyler's holding out for a hero plays during mordecai's training montage as we said and the second part of the excellent challenge when mordecai gets transported into that cave room that is based on the holy grail scene from indiana jones and the last crusade so I haven't seen any cool. of them. And I know there's, like, what, the fifth one coming out soon? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. I saw I saw a uh, sign for it when I was at the movies a couple of days ago, which we're going to talk about in the next episode, so you should listen. All right. Production notes. <laughs> in the episode commentary, J.G. Quintel reveals that this episode was an original sketch for season one, all the way back there, where Ooh. Rigby lost the excellent challenge by vomiting out the food. <laughs> And the vomit in this case tries to help him, in which Rigby realizes that he is just eating more of his contents. Oh my god. Um, seems like a very whimsical season one episode. Did I just say whimsical? Yeah, I did. You did say whimsical. For what reason? I, I don't know. I was it trying just to came out? A, yeah. Like it, it, it's, it, what I'm trying to say is that episode sounded really like um, early stages of regular show, where it's just like, it's all random and stuff yeah um we are on to goofs so in this episode when the excellent waiter sets the timer down a gold watch appears in that shot even though he's never he had never been seen wearing it before and it never appeared in any other shots of him while mordecai is attempting the excellent challenge the second time there's a part where muscle man has a brunette waiter in a headlock while a red-headed waiter runs to mordecai but in the next frame the brunette waiter is the only one approaching Mordecai. Also, Rigby is revealed to be allergic to eggs, like we've mentioned before in the show. Despite this, in in uh, the episode In the House, featured in Terror Tales of the Park, he has no allergic reaction from eating the raw eggs, and this also happens in various episodes as well, like uh, One Pull-Up. Mm-hmm. At 10.24, when Rigby is brought back to life wearing the hat, the word excellent is misspelled. It's missing one of the T's. 
And finally, Pops is seen leaving the golf cart and, and entering the restaurant. However, he is not seen fighting any of the staff. Maybe Pops just didn't participate in the fight. No, no, no. He was just waiting outside of the restaurant and uh, he was guarding the cart in case any of the workers came outside the jacket. True, yeah. Alright, so that's all I got from the fan wiki today. Take us through lunchtime. Alright, Jason, in the episode Excellent, who do you think the protagonist was? I thought the protagonist was Mordecai. I agree. Mordecai did everything... Or he, as soon as what Rigby went into a coma, he 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 got uh, what's the word? Motivated. I was gonna say inspired. Yeah. Mordecai kind of he was the one that kind of had to carry through this episode. He's the one that actually did the challenge, and um, he had the goal and uh, task of saving his best friend. So yeah, I would say he's the protagonist. So then, uh, who do you think the antagonist of this episode was? It is interesting because throughout the episode, I wrote down that we had multiple because first mm-hmm. it was Benson because mm-hmm. you know, Benson, um, he was being a dick and he got punched by Mordecai. Then it was the restaurant owner because we got into a fight with him, but we find out in the end that he was only trying to help, you know? Yeah. Uh, but in the end, there was one common catalyst to all of this. And I wrote that it was the excellent challenge itself. That was the antagonist. You know that... um. What what what's it? The seven deadly sins. Yeah. What what would the excellent challenge be considered? Greed um, or gl- or gluttony. Well, when you think of greed, uh, I guess Rigby did the challenge because he wanted a cool hat and mm-hmm. he was greedy because of it. But what, what does gluttony mean? I think gluttony is more like food or or something like that. Gluttony sounds um, like food. Yeah, she's looking gluttony. it up. Oh, wait. Yeah, I looked it up. Gluttony is eating or drinking inordinately, contrary to reason. Um, it is a sin opposed to the virtue of temperance because it is a moderate indulgence in the delights of food or drink. Gluttony can involve more than merely eating too much. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it would be a combination between greed and gluttony. Greed being the hat and gluttony being him having to eat the food that he was allergic to. So. Yeah, exactly. Look at us being educational to the audience. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh, how many O's or hmms did you spot in this episode? So in this episode, there were zero O's, but there was one hmm. Which is very surprising, because I would have thought once Rigby woke up, he would have said an O. But I think that was just my Mandela effect mind, just thinking of it. Well, it would make sense, yeah. Exactly. Uh, were there any adult jokes you spotted? No. I didn't spot one. Any, any either. Uh, th- mm. So then, any regu- iconic regular show moments? Oh, man. This entire episode, just the excellent challenge, the hat, which became like a piece of merch in real life. Mordecai you punching. Own? Yes, I do. Mordecai punching Benson was iconic. The training montage, just everything about this episode was iconic. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The, this entire episode is iconic. Mm-hmm. Were there so then when were there any real licensed music used in this episode? Yep, like we said, Bonnie Tyler, nineteen eighty four, holding out for a hero. It's such such a good tune. Ah, oh, yeah. So good. Uh, so then, how would you rate this episode based on your memory? I on scale five. I've, 
on a scale from one to five, I originally gave it a six, but I think it's a freaking six million. It's like six oh, million blows it out of the water. I think if you compare this to ooh, what if you compare this to what what are some of the past episodes we've uh, covered that we said was uh, really good? Um, I I I want to say like I'm looking at season two. Maybe season two. I feel like uh, high score was pretty good. I'd say Rage Against the TV. Like if it was compared yeah. to Rage Against the TV, I'd still pick it that excellent episode yeah true like i think my favorite episode in season two was i said the night owl but excellent is still better than that one for sure it's really hard to top that one anyways um so then would you would you say this is a skip or a must watch episode oh well i mean given that um every single person who knows regular show knows this episode this is a must watch you know you'd be crazy to skip this episode honestly Literally, there was um there was one time where I was wearing my excellent hat, and then CJ posted a picture of us like on her snap story, and one of her friends slid up, being like, "Oh my gosh, that's the hat from regular show." Yeah, he's that you're that guy to the, to them now. Mm, oh yes, and I'm I will gladly be the regular show guy. <laughs> so then, would you say this is a good episode or a bad episode? Uh wow. Okay, when I say good, I mean good like there's no bad part of this episode you know there i rate episodes as good but then there are times like in the episode where there was like slow moments and like but no this episode is consistent throughout there is every second of runtime is utilized to a t i'd say this is a very excellent episode <laughs> i did uh, it twice uh, uh, uh. oh yeah. god that yeah no don't ever laugh like that uh. it's so i have <laughs> I'm traumatized. Not really, but it was just so dumb. So, in the end, we have 89 O's and 51 hmms in total for regular shows so far. How many more episodes Very do we good. have left? We're a little over... Oh, we're almost halfway there, or we're just about halfway there. Yeah, we're almost halfway to uh, through season three. Well, this is the longest season, like we've said before, but we're oh, making yeah. pretty good progress. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, there you go, guys. That was our breakdown and review for one of the best episodes ever in regular show. How do you feel, Josh? I want some food. I want some of that. No, I... wait, wait. No, no, I'm going back to this. I want some eggs, but God damn it, do they make me gassy. I, I was saying we gotta go to that uh, that breakfast place next time you come visit. Almost definitely, but just letting you know, when we get back home, or on the way back, I will be storming up a tornado behind us. Hey, you better you better not clog my toilet like that one oh, time you came over. Remember? I am sorry. Okay, we had to go. Or I had to go, but and I had to. Oh, I'm sorry. I remember um, there was one time when me and my roommate Jason were living together. Yeah. Um, I think it, it, it was at like 10 p.m. at night or something. I, I We're just in our separate rooms playing video games. I go to our bathroom in the hallway. You know, I do I do the deed and I come back. Mm-hmm. About three minutes later, I get a random text from Jason saying, yo. And I'm like, what up? And he says, there's a shit in our toilet that won't go down, lol. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that wasn't me. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. 
Well, that I, I think that just wraps up this episode. <laughs> that was the weirdest fucking ending to like the one of the best episodes ever. We we end like that. Of course. Why? Well, what do you? I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of how we roll on the show. If you hadn't noticed yet, um, oh, we, we talk about the most random things. <laughs> so something that we're gonna talk about in the next episode, the Super Mario Brothers movie has come out, and we are going to give a full review of it. In the next episode, so be sure to join us for Gut Model, and it's going to be exciting because, spoiler alert, I thought the movie was amazing. What about you? I'll save my thoughts for when we record it. I don't want to. I don't want to tell people just yet. And that's why you're going to have to tune in. So make sure to follow us on Spotify and wherever you listen to Apple Podcasts, Anchor, or Spotify for podcasts. Wait, I thought Anchor that's... it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's, I don't even know. But yeah, um, our Twitter is at ExcellentPod, and you could give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and also leave a, uh, a little comment on what you like about the show. And we might just read it on the podcast. So you should do that if you want to be featured. All right. You got anything else, Josh? Um, nah, just going to keep drinking my coffee. I'm staying awake. All right cool guys so thank you guys so much for listening we will see you guys in the next episode now get back to work